The past two years have been extremely challenging for the entire world with the pandemic. There have been so many things that have come out of this pandemic, whether it be racial divide, political campaigns, political debates on what's right and what's wrong, the actual health crisis, obviously, of COVID-19, losing loved ones, losing jobs, inflation, the list goes on. We have all really been through it. We've been beaten and battered through these past couple years. And today, Pops and I are going to talk about how the pandemic has personally affected each of us and how it's affected our various generations. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome to Real Talk with Father and Son. It's your hosts, Isaac Ketchatorian, the millennial. And this is the father of Sweet Ketchatorian, Generation X, best generation there is. Hey, hey, I don't know about that. But what I do know is that we're going to be having genuine conversations about tough topics from both of our generations. Let's get this going. All right, Dan, how has the pandemic personally affected you uh, these past couple years? I'd love to hear from you first. Hello, hello, Isaac. Happy New Year to you. It's good to see you and great to be back on the podcast again for this week. Uh, we hope everybody's enjoyed our new podcast that we started in 2023. It's been uh, a great journey for us to be able to build our relationship. and We hope that uh, you guys can out there that are listening can uh, build upon more positive relationships and uh, experience this life journey in a, in a more positive way. So anyway, how has the pandemic affected me? Uh, I tell you what, Isaac, you mentioned in your opening remarks that it's been a lot of turmoil, a lot of challenges, but for me, it's actually been refining. Um, it's helped me reflect. Um, I've changed my role at work, um, just reflecting upon that. It's changed me spiritual, spiritually. Uh, it's helped me with some social issues, with the brunt of the George Floyd killings and racism in our country. I've had some really great deep conversations and I've been working with marginalized groups in our community uh, through Zoom. I mean, that's one of the things I've gained from this uh, pandemic is how to learn to connect people with uh, in a different way virtually. What about you, Isaac? How has it affected you personally? Yeah, it's interesting. While the, these past few years have been really, really um, challenging in a lot of ways, I do think like you and, and like many others, I'm sure can relate to this. It, it really gave me the ability to really take a pause and take a step back and really analyze what it is that, one, what I want out of life, and two, what I believe, and third, like what direction I want my life to go. Uh, I think for, for so long, I was just, you know, almost on autopilot doing the routines of life. And, you know, when you have literally worldwide pandemic and, you know, you have to start analyzing things and you sit quietly with yourself for a long time, um, you know, and, and not having the ability to interact with others, you really, really do a lot of internal thinking. Um, and it just really, really changed me in a lot of ways. I think I've come out of this pandemic just with a newfound, you know, a career just like you. I think we have that in common. I completely changed my career uh, in 2020 and, and went a completely different direction and where I wanted to kind of grow professionally, but more so even like spiritually and mentally. I really, really had to analyze a lot of my beliefs and just kind of uh, the way that I approach life. And uh, I would say coming out of it, you know, being able to have that time to really think about things. Um, yeah, I'm just, I would say definitely a different person now than I was at the start of the pandemic. Yeah, you know, I think uh, 
you know, when this pandemic started, it was like late February, early March, you know, everybody was going through this, like, what is going on? And a lot of people were sent home from work and people were sitting at home for several weeks uh, for most of us. And, uh, you know, we're involved in institutions, you know, whether it was work, church, and, um, you know, just being out in the community. And now everybody was like at home and the only thing they could kind of relate to was just people in their own household and um, themselves. So like you said, it's like a lot of self-reflection and a lot of time to, to think. And I think it was really good for the world, you know, to kind of take a pause uh, from all the different things that people go through, the, the, the grind as you will. And I think it's important for us to, to remember, you know, the challenges that we had. But like I said earlier, it's just like it was a refining moment for me. Um, you know, I, I was, uh, as many of you know, I'm an optometrist and, you know, I'm used to having people come to my office and now I go outside of the office. So I'm working in nursing homes now and travel a lot more than I used to where I was only just a few miles away from my office. Now I go several miles, but that was one big change that happened during the pandemic as far as my, you know, within my career. And uh, like I was talking about earlier, you know, just working with marginalized groups, you know, racism was on the forefront. Black Lives Matter was like in full force uh, during the pandemic. There's a political campaign with a new election coming on. So there's a lot of political and um, social issues that were being discussed and talked about. And I had an opportunity to do a lot of Zoom calls with a lot of the marginalized groups, specifically with African-Americans working with the Black Lives Matter movement. And for me, it was like a, an amazing experience to really have some really uncomfortable conversations that needed to really happen for me personally to be able to un gain a better perspective and gain a better understanding about some of these social issues. Um, so it was very enlightening. I realized I missed a lot of stuff, you know, in 50 years of life that I thought I knew, but didn't have the right perspective. So my, my eyes were truly opened with these conversations. And uh, it was just it was just great. I mean, to be able to to come out of it, you know, and obviously we're demasking now. We're not wearing as much masks for the most part, you know, in the community. So we can kind of see that things are starting to get better. But the housing market went crazy. I mean, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, you, you're going through a lot of that yourself with just some of the changes and building a townhome and all that for yourself. What, what are your effects about this? Yeah, I agree. It's really interesting. Um, I. I do want to say that I'm just I'm really grateful for your example and the fact that you've been able to have these, you know, profound experiences. Um, you know, I'm curious with I think just typically, you know, the millennial millennial generation, you know, and I don't want to speak for all millennials, but I would say a lot of us um, are really sensitive to a lot of these social issues. Right. And I think that these things have been on the forefront of our minds um, but especially during the pandemic, a lot of these things were heightened because of these, you know, particular shootings or different events that occurred throughout the past couple of years. Um, but would you say that, you know, other people in of your generation have also had the opportunity to think more about this and to analyze some of these things? And do you think that that's a, a way in which your generation has had to rethink a lot of things that maybe they haven't thought about in, in years past? That's a really good question, Isaac. I think my generation, um, very conservative. I mean, especially for my culture and my background. Obviously, you know, many of you know, uh, my dad was in the Air Force. So I'm what they call an Air Force brat. So I come from a military background with a very conservative mindset um, in social issues. And I think, um, you know, 
when we look about when we look at the uh, social issues that we kind of grew up with, you know, and where we're at today, I think a lot of my generation has has changed and have gained some understanding. But there's I would say the majority are still stagnant in opening their minds because it's the same old adage. If you don't really have these uncomfortable conversations with people that are different, you're not going to have this opportunity to grow and change. And I think that was a big difference for me. I was motivated to do it because I was trying to gain better understanding. And um, and that was where my my lack of education, lack of understanding with these social issues was 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 very lacking. So I had to read a lot of books that were recommended to me um, to kind of gain a better perspective. And I think if an individual wants to recognizes there's a problem, they'll, you know, and if, then the second thing is if they want to make a difference, they're going to educate themselves about it. But the majority of my generation, I think, don't feel that there's necessarily a huge problem with the social issues. And so they're not going to take the time to educate or maybe research um, unless it impacts them personally or directly. And to be quite honest, I don't think it really has had that type of impact. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, for me, that was definitely one of the most eye-opening experiences that I had through the course of the pandemic was, uh, you know, everything just became so polarized and like politicized. And for me, it was just really, really eye-opening to see which friends of mine or colleagues of mine, you know, stood on which side of what issues. Um, And like I said, you know, sitting at home and just, you know, reading on social media or just reading constant different news articles and, you know, hearing all these debates just constantly happening, you know, you really do have to take, take a step back and and realize like, yeah, what do I believe? You know, where do I stand on this issue and why why am I standing where I'm standing? At the end of the day, I, a lot of people will go on and argue and debate um, and say that this is wrong or this is right. Uh, and I think we're all, I, I would like to think that all of us are just trying to do what we think is right. And I think realizing that, hey, my right may not be your right, but that's okay. And, and being being okay with the fact that we all just have to coexist uh, I think that in some ways, more division than ever happened or occurred throughout the course of the pandemic, you know, and, and a part of my brand and like what I've always tried to do is bring people together through laughter and just kindness and love. But um, I I took a break from social media. Like I, I had to really take a step back just because I felt like it became such a toxic place. Um, and now obviously doing this podcast, I'm in a place where a lot healthier of a mindset, where I feel comfortable sharing more of of my beliefs and kind of what I'm passionate about when it comes to some of these social rights issues or, um, you know, some of these mentalities that I have. But um, I think if I were to share anything from my experience is one, just being open to educating yourself, surrounding yourself from people that are different than you. But then also, if somebody has completely different viewpoints, still being able to coexist with that person and love that person, even if their beliefs may not be something that you particularly agree with. I would hope that when, you know, after hearing this podcast, as people, you know, have different relationships with uh, different people, whether at work or in their communities or in their church, they'll reach out and and do what they can to gain a better understanding. And I think the first step is obviously just having a conversation. And that was really all I was doing was 
gaining an education and a conversation to, to gain a better perspective, specifically with these social issues like racism. Um, but I think, you know, the, uh, the pandemic has affected so many factors. Yeah, you're already starting to see a lot of these differences and things. The, all these things sort of happened and came to like a pinnacle or a point and now it's it's like a slow burn just kind of like crumbling more and more um and yeah i mean going to the store even just like i don't know like going to a fast food restaurant as an example i'm like dude where are the servers like where is everyone there's like there's such a labor shortage right there's supply chain issues and so even though we're out outside of the thick of the pandemic it's so interesting how things, you know, kind of ebb and flow and evolve. I'm like, we're, we're, we're in 2023 now. Um, the pandemic is, you know, <laughs> knock on wood, it's over, you know. I but... would say it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, maybe I shouldn't jump the gun there. It's not completely over, but there's the effects, are the effects are very, very much so alive. And I think they will continue to be alive for a while. Right. Like you said, supply chain issues. I mean, to give people a little background, I'm, you know, uh, my wife, Brianna, and I are building a, a home like dad mentioned. And the it, it's taken a year to build it. There's there's been there. There has been um, not only supply chain issues, but labor issues, uh, shortages of both. Right. So when you have both of those working against you, um, it's just like so hard to get anything done. You know, um, employees are falling left and right. I mean, I'm working in the tech industry now, um, and the tech industry has had mass layoffs. I mean, huge companies, right, that are very reputable companies are doing layoffs by the thousands. And so we are seeing a huge shift. So not only from big tech to, you know, smaller companies or local companies, we're just seeing such a shift even in the, you know, we're big movie fans, my dad and I. And so we go to the movies a lot. And now movies are not even out that long because people aren't going to the movies anymore. They they are out for a week or two and now and then they're released on the streaming platforms because everyone's working from home, like you said, uh, or just living at home. So nobody goes to the movies. Nobody really goes out. Obviously, like you said, commercial real estate. Nobody's really going into the office anymore. Um, and if they were made to go back to the office, people quit their jobs and said, I'm going to do fully remote. I mean, there's just, I mean, we can go on and on for hours, but there are a lot of uh, repercussions, uh, you know, that have come from the pandemic. And I think whether they're good or bad is up for debate. But I do think that there's going to be major changes in the next five years, even just in society because of what we've experienced the past two years. I've never seen like that, anything like this, you know, with my generation. I mean, look at just what's happened in the economy. Used cars are being sold for a profit. That's like ridiculous. Normally, you know, you never see that. I'm trying to find a car and like a, a new model cars, you know, if, especially if you've ordered, it's taken like two years before you can actually receive it. The housing market, as everybody knows, I mean, the interest rates were low. And obviously, with people having to be not having to go into an office, wanting to work from home, you know, they're they're looking at living in bigger homes that have more space, so they can have their kids be taught at home, and their you know themselves and their spouses work from home. So, I mean, the housing market, man, just went crazy. I mean, you couldn't. I mean, if you're selling a house, it's golden. If you're selling a car, it was golden. But if you're trying to buy those things, <laughs> like you were and, you know, how we were when we were trying to build our cabin, we're kind of like in the middle of it too. Like, you know, we started building and it took a, over a year to kind of complete it. And the thing that's in, that's very interesting, Isaac, is 
you know, everybody knows Bill Gates. He predicted this five years before this all happened, you know, in a TED Talk. You know, he shared like the biggest turmoil of the world is not going to be a nuclear disaster. It's not going to be a war. Um, it's going to be a virus. <laughs> and he, he hit it on the head five years before that. And of course, and now he's the expert spokesperson uh, on the coronavirus, which I think is crazy. But uh, I, I just thought it was very insightful on him to kind of recognize that a virus would basically shake the world. And, and it really has. It has had an effect on, I think, any, every individual um, within the world and um, in different ways. And some of them were positive and some, most of them, I think, were, were negative, as we said. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that it affected everybody in all areas of their life. I think that's the, the conclusion that I have from this podcast is professionally, it's affected everyone, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, I mean, literally physically, people actually getting the coronavirus. I mean, it's just unbelievable how I think when you like look back in retrospect it's like wow this has had such a profound impact on society and thinking about me right like when I have kids and when you have you know more grandkids it's like we're going to be looking back at this time in history and this is going to be taught you know in history classes of of a crazy time and in the world that really kind of really changed the trajectory of a lot of things and, and the way we go about a lot of things so I'm really interested to see how, like I said, how this is going to play out in the coming years. Um, and, you know, I just got to hope for the best. You got to live your life. You really got to just, you know, fingers crossed, toes crossed, prayer, whatever you believe. Believe it hard because who knows what's coming. We don't want to see your gomo toes crossed. <laughs> so, but, you know, it's 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 been a roller coaster, but... You know, you just like roller coasters, you got to climb that uphill. But then once you once you're done, it's like it's exhilarating. You realize like, whoa, that was that was a that was a rocky ride. But man, that was incredible. That's the way I look at the, the pandemic. Yeah, it's true. I think that in some ways it just accelerate. It's almost like it's weird during the pandemic. It felt like, you know, I look back, I'm like, dude, this felt like five years. <laughs> it was only two years. But then you look back and it's like the the rapid amount of growth that has come out of it and you know i feel like in some ways you experience these ups and downs over the course of many years but i feel like a lot of people experienced a lot of things in such a short amount of time which is why it felt like such a long amount of time i think the rapid lessons and the rapid growth that has occurred for many people is is truly life-changing so you know one of my favorite uh, rappers ti he has a song it's live your life right so you just gotta live your life hey. dad shaking his head at me right now <laughs> yo we gotta delete that last part of that podcast i don't know if that's gonna make it stop stop looking at what you don't got be grateful for what you do got live your life it's about gratitude people about gratitude anyway we do feel sorry for those that did suffer loved ones during the pandemic um either through death from covid and we we are uh, we are sorry for your loss and but we uh know that a lot of other people are still having some challenges you know just just with this whether it's uh, career-wise job-wise or whatever but you know we hope that you can recognize the gratitude you know the the things that you are blessed with and feel some sense of gratitude and also just uh think positively and move forward in a, in a way and hopefully uh you can overcome this pandemic that yeah, i think it's 
on the tail end. Yeah, I, I do want to echo that, uh, especially for those of, of you that may have lost your jobs recently um, or, or going through unemployment or some other really challenging situations. Uh, you know, we're really sorry about that. And I hope that, you know, that they, you have a support system. There's people around you. I hope you have people around you to rely on and uh, you know, that love you. And if there's anything that we can do to help in any way, you know, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, we know that, again, it's challenging times. So better now than ever to really rely on each other. So bless up. And uh, we will see you guys on the next podcast where we just get further into the juice juice. Right, Pops? Absolutely. We hope you guys enjoy this. Please like uh, the page and share it with those that may benefit from it. And uh, also let, send us a review um, and also just uh, any comments. You know, we would love to hear from you. And uh, so we can talk about other topics that might be of interest. Y'all have a good day. We'll see you, Isaac. If you enjoyed this episode, please share. We appreciate your feedback and would love to know what topics you want us to discuss in the future. Our goal is to inspire and enable you to have healthy conversations with your loved ones, all while keeping it real.